Hello, and welcome to How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. I'm your host, Megan Thompson, licensed clinical professional counselor and registered play therapist supervisor. We at MTC teach parents how to eliminate the daily meltdown and shutdown cycle for your sensitive children and teens. Highly sensitive children make up 15 to 20% of the population, according to research that has been gathered for over a century. And this podcast answers one question. How can you raise emotionally intelligent children, stop walking on eggshells, and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you wanna know the answer, you're in the right place. Hi everybody, it's Friday. I'm Megan with Megan Thompson Coaching and I'm here to talk about why I am, why I do this work. Um, It's been something that's been swimming around in my head for quite some time now how to put this out to the world and um, I so I didn't really necessarily prepare what I wanted to say before I got on here but I think it's important for you as parents to know why I I do what I do Um, we've talked a lot about or I've talked a lot about how I've gotten to this point in terms of my clinical expertise as a therapist and the fact that I've been working with highly sensitive kids for 10 years, but only a handful of you know that my sister is highly sensitive. And so I wanted to talk about how I was shaped to do this work. Um, I was born driven and opinionated. Um, That's no question about it. I think I got that from my grandma Shirley who had a very crotchety mouth and super passionate and um, that came, you know, that, that's where I get my, uh, my redheaded fire, even though she's Swedish, she wasn't Irish, like my mom's side of the family. Um, but I think what's led me to this place this year and, in branching out into coaching is the fact that I grew up with a highly sensitive sister and And we didn't know that growing up. Like, we just thought that she was dramatic. And this is something that I don't talk about a lot um, because I feel ashamed about it, how I treated my sister when I was younger. Um, But I I share that with families that I work with directly because it's important for families to, to hear that, that growing up, it was my brother and my sister and I, my parents, and my parents are fantastic parents. So I, you know, obviously they, they raised somebody who went to, uh, got their master's degree. My brother works in Manhattan. My sister runs her own business. Um, they're great parents. So this is not like a, um, traumatic history story. What I'm, what I'm getting at here is that growing up with a highly sensitive sister, we dealt with meltdowns a lot and my parents didn't know what to do they did the typical parenting like um my way or the highway you know do as i say um they listened to us and when we talked they were they were there but um as the oldest of three and my sister's the middle child um we weren't mushy gushy growing up and I think that's a 
a product of, of my, my parents, the way my parents were raised. And um, my dad's parents struggled with alcohol. And, um, and my dad grew up grateful to have an amazing life and just happy all the time. And he's an amazing man who's super happy. Um, and of course, you know, when I disappointed them, they were talk about, you know, we're very disappointed and, you know, we'd have that conversation, but I speak a lot about how that doesn't work for highly sensitive kids. And it's super true. My sister did not respond to the, the, the typical parenting response. And, and as a result, she was the pariah in our family. And I have to say it bluntly in that respect, because while we all love each other, um, I joked with my brother that she was adopted. That's how we felt as teenagers growing up. And, and I don't want that for your family. I don't want that for your highly sensitive child or children. Um, because I know that it affected my sister and, and we've repaired our relationship. We've, you know, we talk weekly. I, we have a great relationship now. I feel like I'm the only one who knows how to speak her language now that I know what I know. Um, so there's the ins and outs of that and the family dynamic, but it took a long time to get there. And she's, she still needs support in, in managing that. And she knows that I, she she is cool with me but she it's important for for us for me to help you work with your kiddo so that you your kiddo doesn't feel broken i was talking to a family late last night um as we were trying to figure out if we were a good fit to work together and i i said i never when i went into being a therapist i never had any interest in, in working with adults. I was like, this is, that's totally not my thing. Um, at first I wanted to work with teenagers and then I, I branched into working with young kids because that was the first job I got and I ended up loving it. Um, so working with parents is a bonus for me. Um, that's a byproduct of the, the purpose that I was put on this earth to do. The, the purpose that I was Put on this earth to do is to help highly sensitive children not feel broken like I made my sister feel growing up and I have to own that because I didn't know what I was saying and um, I mean no, none of us in our family knew that that she was highly sensitive we just called her dramatic and we just thought that she was a crybaby and and that's that sucked for her and only when I was beyond grad school did I know that there was a thing called highly sensitive kid and like the highly sensitive personality type because I was type A, top of my class, driven, typical um, old, you know, oldest child. There was something wrong with you if you were highly sensitive, if you let your feelings manage your decisions. Um, and as as I've gotten into my adulthood, I've I've become more aware of my emotions and how those two things, decisions and emotions, can can work together and and bond together effectively and healthily. Um, 
but I was, I was, it, the role I played in my family was the one who had it all put together, um, the leader, um, because that's what my parents value and it's what the whole family values is, is um, not just financial success or, or um, you know, A's and stuff like that, but uh, it's definitely part of it. And so I took to that, ran with it because I was not athletic. I was bullied in, in school, um, whereas my brother and sister thrived in ath athletics. And, and so there was one part where I felt like the alien in the family because I didn't have that, those skills. But the truth is that highly sensitive kids feel that alienation even deeper. So I know when I felt like a pariah in my family because I wasn't athletic or I didn't have those skills and I was like the last on picked on the you know in, in kickball and called Shamu in high school um, I knew how I felt and to recognize that my sister felt 10 600 more times and learning that was heartbreaking and It totally shifted the way that I see the world and the way that I do this work. And I only knew what I, what I, you know, what I knew when I was, was only a therapist and not just parent coach was that I could only touch the community that I was in, which is outside of um, Frederick, Maryland. But then I found out about coaching and, and offering um, courses and, and, and reaching more families to help more families make this change. And so I decided to do that on top of having a one and a half year old at that point and running my own private practice and um, figuring that out after only six months because I I said before type A and I do steps one and two simultaneously um, and learn as I go in that respect but I knew that this needed to get out to more people that the what I was saying and what I was doing in this tiny little corner of Maryland was more important than the stress that it would create for me and that I would be able to have to manage to make sure my family didn't fall apart um, that's what I'm grateful to do. I, that's what gets me up in the morning. Um, knowing that I'm not perpetuating the family dynamic that my family had and is a hell of a lot harder to repair in when you're inside the family. Try my damnedest. Uh, I do a lot of teaching. Um, and a lot of validating of my sister's experiences. And um, my mom says a lot, if only we had somebody when she was growing up like you. Whenever I feel challenged by this work, um, my mom is that the person I call. And because she's living proof that this is a thing, this is, this is something that, that needs to happen. Um, and it's why I know that I am so effective at, at this work and why I'm so confident because it, I have to be confident because I have to be effective because I was put on this work on this earth 
to do that. And I didn't know that. I didn't set out for that. Um, I didn't know it in my full heart until like a couple of years ago. Um, but now that I know it, there's no going back. I'm rambling at this point. I don't really know if there's more for me to say about it besides helping you understand what, why, why this group is here. Why I want you to share and ask questions and provide support for each other because you're alone. You have no idea if there's other people in the world like you whose kids are struggling and who gets messages from teachers that your parenting is and your kid is a perfect angel at school um, only to come home to a mess. Um, and that's why I'm so fervent in the message and why I get into arguments with people online about their responses to like therapy needs to take forever. Um, and there's multiple ways to address this. And no, there's one way to do it because it's effective and, and you don't need to wait years to let your kid figure it out and then still struggle as an adult. Um, just hearing how many highly sensitive adults are still struggling to maintain a relationship without making threats um, or threatening to leave the relationship. Um, hold down a job without saying, well, this is too uncomfortable. I don't like being told what to do. Um, or my, you know, that my way or the highway perspective that your children can take at this point, it doesn't always go away. And that's what I think is super important for parents to hear. And that's why I'm so blunt about it. Um, because I don't think that I'm doing you any good being a flowery therapist who, and I'm not a therapist on Facebook, so, but I, it's part of my personality. It, that's part of who I am. Being this flowery human who's just like, it'll work out. Cause it just might not. And hearing that is what gets you moving to do something different. Um, sitting here with my hand on my chin, <laughs> like I'm some weird talking head, sorry. Um, In grad school, I was taught to not be myself. Um, they actually call it like be a blank slate so that the, the family or the whoever you're serving, the client, um, can bring their full self without fear of judgment, without fear of um, feeling like they need to please you because you're a human. Um, and then later in my training and learning different ways to be a therapist, um, I was given permission to say F that because everybody comes in to an office with, or to a, into a relationship, whether it's coaching or therapy with that fear. And 
it's a it's more helpful more effective if somebody is an actual human that you're talking to so that's why i think i speak so highly about or so steadfastly about what's important in, in any relationship when you seek professional help for your kid whether that be working with me through coaching or in my private practice or another therapist or another parent coach is that that person needs to be a real human like a live person and if they're not then run because it's not going to work for you and your family with that perspective genuineness and authenticity is what is healing for families who need that level of support in a therapeutic relationship but it's what's motivating for families who need coaching so that's what you're going to get you're not going to get all of this like jargony language that makes you notice the, the diplomas on my wall um, because that's not what matters. What matters is that your kid doesn't feel like a shitty human. And I hope that you're not playing this with your kid. I mean, I guess whatever. Um, so sorry that this is not safe for little ears, but I didn't prepare to have a a not authentic conversation today <sighs> or a more professional conversation I guess whatever the hell that means because I swear in my office and I swear on my coaching calls so I don't know that I have anything more to say I don't even know how long I've been talking so but I feel better sharing that so I guess that's why I, I got on here because it was I was sitting on on it for for a really long time um, and it just felt inauthentic to not share why I do this to not validate my sister in this experience by sharing why I do this um, and that I have anything else to say. I'm taking long pauses, so it's clear that I'm like no longer run of the mouth at this point. Um, but I hope that this helps validate you and your experience as a parent of a highly sensitive kid and motivate you to take action and not just scroll through the feed of the stuff that I talk about, but to actually use it and to reach out for help if you need that direct support um, because it it's only going to be effective if you do something different and you can believe that that's gonna what you're learn what you're reading is gonna by osmosis help your kid but if you don't 
jump in with two feet and decide that you're going to do something different and stay in that decision for a long time, then your kid's not going to change in their response to stress. Um, and you'll just continue to be as miserable as you are right now. Um, so in true blunt fashion, I'm going to leave it at that and not make you feel any better at the end of it because it's real and it's legit and that's all I have to say about it. So if it ruffles some feathers, fine. If you leave the group, fine. If you bring more people into the group, great. Either way, I know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and that I, f I f help people. So that's it. Bye. Thanks for joining me for this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you're ready to join a community of parents focused on eliminating the daily meltdown cycle and want more support, be sure to join our free Facebook group, Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja, where we provide free video trainings to parents just like you. You can find that in the search bar of Facebook or you can go to facebook.com backslash groups backslash parenting highly sensitive child. Thank you and have a wonderful day.